Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness, rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. Now, I have given up everything else which I knew to be the only way to really know Christ. I haven't learned all I should, but I keep working toward that day when I will finally be all that Christ saved me for and wants me to be. 2019, knowing him more, knowing me. Welcome to Yakal House. And now, our senior pastor, Reverend Gilbert Osei. Second Timothy chapter 3. The church is a place of knowledge we come and learn. So we can do what God expects us to do. Church is not an entertainment ground. The church is a school. So if you don't love the word, I don't think you can love church. But if you love to grow in the Lord, the Bible teaches that we grow in grace by knowledge. Hallelujah. Okay, Second Timothy chapter 3. Let's start from verse 15. 2 Timothy 3, 15. 2 Timothy chapter 3, reading from verse 15. Uh, and that from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures. He says, from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures. Which are able to make thee wise the unto salvation. The scriptures are able to make thee wise unto, unto salvation. salvation. When we talk about the scriptures, if you are a constant member of this church you understand that the scriptures refers to Genesis to Malachi Genesis all the way to Malachi are known as the scriptures you see he says that from a child you have known the holy scriptures which is able to make thee wise unto salvation meaning that if you become conversant with scriptures it makes you wise unto salvation we, we have to understand the focus of the Bible. A, a, a lot of Christians miss that focus. He says, from a child you have known the Holy Scriptures. Which are able to make thee wise. And the Holy Scriptures are able to make thee wise. Unto salvation. Not wise unto business. Not wise unto entrepreneurship. Some people know the Bible to do business. But what the Bible is for, they don't know what the Bible is for. They are very good at what the Bible is not talking about. He says, from a child thou has known the holy scriptures, and it is able to make thee wise unto what? Salvation. Salvation. Uh -huh. Through faith which is in Christ and Jesus. And when you, when you are very conversant with the scriptures, you understand that the only way a man is saved is through faith in the Son of God. So if I want to be saved, if somebody has to be saved, the only way the person can be saved is through faith in the Son of God. There is no argument to it. All the scriptures testify of that. All the scriptures testify of the fact that the only way to salvation, being saved, is through faith in Jesus. Hallelujah. Continue. 
all scripture is given by inspiration of he god he says all scripture is given by the inspiration of god all scripture all scripture all scripture is given by the inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine he says that it's profitable for doctrine hold on when he says all scripture is inspired by god you can write this thing down he's referring to the writings of the prophets he's teaching you that the scriptures are prophetic by nature all scriptures are inspired by god it means that the scriptures are prophetic in nature or you can write if he says is all scriptures are inspired by god it means they were given by the holy spirit the scriptures were given by the holy spirit second peter chapter 1 verse 20 and 21 can we all turn there open your bible second peter chapter 1 20 and 21 i want you to open your bible open your bible second peter chapter 1 20 and 21 can we all read together second peter chapter 1 20 and 21 ready go knowing this first that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation verse 21 ready go for the scriptures came not in old time by the will of man but holy men of god spoke as they were moved by who the holy spirit so when he says all scriptures are inspired by god it means that the scriptures were written by the leading or the inspiration of the holy spirit so nobody sat in his house and started writing anything the holy spirit inspired men to write the scriptures to write the scriptures the holy spirit inspired men to write the scriptures next point the inspiration was to give evidence of christ the inspiration the inspiration of the holy spirit his purpose was to give evidence of christ what it means is that all the prophetic writings all that genesis to malachi their focus is to give evidence of christ john chapter 5 verse 39 john the chapter number 5 verses 39 meaning you can't have the scriptures without talking about christ we understand why christ is the definition of the scripture John let's go everybody five, john chapter 5 verse, verse 39. 39 he says for ye search the scriptures right search the scriptures search the scriptures for in them ye think ye for have in eternal the scriptures life you think you have eternal life and they are they which testify but of the me. purpose of the scriptures is to testify of who me. of me so jesus is the explanation of the jesus is the explanation of the scriptures better skill so you can't interpret the bible out of god out of christ that is why it is known that the scriptures are christocentric that is christ is the center of the bible 
So if I want to understand everything that is happening in the Bible, I have to look at the Bible through Christ. If I want to talk about forgiveness, I can't talk about forgiveness without looking at forgiveness from Jesus' standpoint. I can't talk about giving if I don't take giving through Jesus' standpoint. Luke chapter 24 from 25 to 27. Luke 24, 25 to 27. After Jesus resurrected, he decided to have a Bible class with his disciples. They are Jews. They have known the scriptures. But they have never known the scriptures in the light of Christ. Luke chapter 24, reading from verse 25. Aha. Uh-huh. Then he said unto them. Then Jesus said to his disciples. O fools, o fools and, and slow of heart. To believe all that the prophets have, prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these, these things. And, and to, to enter, enter into his glory. And beginning at Moses. He and all the prophets. prophets he expounded unto them. In all the scriptures. The things concerning him. himself. So Jesus took Genesis through Malachi and he was teaching his disciples from now look at the scriptures from what I have done. So Jesus is the explanation of the scripture. If you interpret the Bible out of Christ you err. That's why a lot of people are confusing God. Even the character of God is confused. People don't know God. Listen, one of the reasons Jesus came is to clear the perception that people had about God that was wrong. That is why I'm going to say something very serious and you have to listen. That is why the Bible is not the word of God. I said what I'm going to say, listen very carefully. I'll come again. I said Jesus is the explanation of the scriptures. And because he is the explanation of the scriptures, I am saying again and listen very carefully so you don't get lost. That is why the Bible is not the word of God. Don't quote me out of context. Keep me in the context of what I'm saying. The reason why the Bible is not the word of God is because the word of God is a person. I am coming. You will get it. Follow me. So you just write. Number one, that is why the Bible is not the word of God. Because the word of God is a person. Are you following? Okay. To help your religious mind. The scriptures have never said it is the word of God. You will never find a verse of scripture in the Bible that says the scriptures are the word of God. You will never find a verse of scripture that says the Bible is the word of God. But in the Bible you will find in John chapter 1 from verse 1. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was what? God. Not in the beginning was the Bible. And the Bible was with God. And the Bible was God. All things were created by the Bible. And without the Bible, the Bible was not created. Are you following? The only thing that boldly says, I am the word of God, is Christ Jesus. So Jesus is the word of God. Are you following? Is it making sense? So you will never get scriptural accuracy until we are able to interpret scriptures in the light of Christ. You will never get scriptural accuracy 
until you are able to interpret scriptures in the light of Christ. I'm coming. I've not forgotten what I said. I'll still clear your heads more. Are you with me? Jesus is the light that shines in darkness and darkness cannot comprehend him. He is the word of God. 1 John chapter 5 verse 20. 1 John 5 20. 1 John chapter 5 verse 20. And we know that the Son of God is come. We know that the Son of God is what? Come. He is come. And mm-hmm. had given us an understanding. And Jesus has done what? Given us an understanding. So we did not have an understanding of God. But the moment Jesus came, Jesus did what? Give us an understanding. Uh-huh. That we may know him that is true. That we will know God who is true. And we are in him that is true. And we are in him that is true. Even in his son Jesus Christ. Even in his son Jesus Christ. Christ. So to get the understanding of God. I need to get that understanding from Christ. Christ explains. You can write Christ is the understanding of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16. 1 Corinthians 2.16 Christ is the understanding. Understanding. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse number 16. Aha. For who had known the mind of the Lord? He says for who had in time past. He's speaking in past tense. Who had known the mind of God? That we may instruct him. That we may instruct him. But we have the mind of God. But we have. We, now, if you are born again, now you have the mind of who? Of Christ. The mind of Christ is the understanding of Christ, right? We have the mind of Christ, which means we have the understanding of Christ. The mind of Christ is the same as the revelation, the revelation of Christ. We have the revelation of Christ. The word understanding or revelation is the same word called logos. Logos. Mind. Revelation. Idea. Is the same word logos. Logos. That is why the Bible says in the beginning was the logos. And the logos was with God. I've told you the word logos means idea. Intent. Another meaning of logos is understanding. That same word logos is the English word logic. So when you talk about biology, the understanding of plants and humans, do you understand? So logic, which is logos, is understanding. So Jesus gives us the understanding of God and of the scriptures. So Jesus is the word of God. Not the Bible. That's why people can read the Bible and they still don't understand God. The only time you start understanding God is when you start understanding the scriptures from Jesus. Because he explains the scriptures. Are we good? One of the things, so so for the past few weeks, what I've been doing is trying to take scriptures and help you to understand how scriptures are interpreted. Because a lot of people are misinterpreting scriptures and creating superstitions and ignorance in the Christian faith. And the moment 
your knowledge is wrong, your worship becomes wrong. When your knowledge of God is wrong, your worship can never be right. When you have a wrong perception of God, you can never serve God right. So we are praying prayers we shouldn't pray. People like doing things. They think what they do is what pleases God. Honestly, I wanted us to take a scripture like, be that holy, but maybe next week. There are so many things, it has been misinterpreted. If you don't take scriptures as scriptures speak it. So, can you imagine, people have misinterpreted scripture and have created a religion, built churches that some even don't wear earrings from wrong interpretation. Some of the things they are even saying, some of them were not even in the original manuscript. Italicized words in scripture are used as revelation. How? You see, anytime you are reading your Bible, if, if it's electronics or some of these modern Bibles, you see some of the words are italicized. It means it was not there. It is the translator who added it so that your reading will be easy. And most of the time, some of those things changes the meaning of the sentence. Does it make sense? So, it's important we have a right interpretation of the Bible. You see, one of the easiest ways is that there are some things, it can't be God's character. Like people say, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Wrong interpretation. Vengeance, it can never be the character of God. Not today, next week. I wanted to teach you. If you look at the scripture and see how it's being quoted, it's because people have, you see, most of the time, people read the Bible with a perception. So when somebody even has a quarrel with you, they are wishing something evil will happen to you. So the moment they hear, you lost your job. Ah, I know my God is alive. This is just the beginning. Then they will be singing praises for your downfall. Can never be God. The Bible says God is light in him. There is no darkness. God doesn't do evil. So the moment you see evil, don't think it's God. In fact, please write this statement. Before one day I will get to that. I want you to write this. Anytime somebody prays to destroy or kill somebody, know that the person has connived with the devil to destroy a human being. Anytime people pray and find resource, and in their prayer they destroyed or killed somebody, know that it was not God, but the devil took advantage of their ignorance and connived with them to destroy a human being. Because God doesn't destroy. The Bible says the thief cometh not. John 10.10 10. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, to destroy. So killing, destroying, stealing is the work of the devil. He says, but I have come that ye may do what? Have life and have life in more abundance. Can you imagine he doesn't even condemn so how can somebody who doesn't even condemn kill? Killing and condemning, which is more stronger? Killing. And when Jesus was pushed to the wall, they brought the scriptures, interpreting it from Moses' angle. This woman was caught right in the act. Moses said, then Jesus said, but I say to you, because no man has seen God at any time, save the only begotten son, who is in the bosom, I declare this. I am telling you, forget what Moses told you. Very So he didn't say, he said, all of them will say, thou sayest the Lord. Only Jesus says, verily, verily. Because his is authentic. His is the definition. Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1. God in sundry times and in diverse manner spake unto our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he speaks to us in his son 
who is the express image of his person. So if I want to know the character of God, I see the character of God through the eye glasses of Christ. So when the church's focus is not Christ, the church is missing the target. Because the focus of the church is Christ. It's as simple as that. Okay, let's, let's do an exegesis. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 9, 27. You see, one of the things I've taught throughout is that no scripture stands on its own. No scripture. No scripture has a life on its own. Yet people will ask a question with one verse. Create doctrine out of one verse. Everybody, please turn to Hebrews chapter 9, 27. A very popular scripture that you often hear it at funeral grounds. How many of you have gone to funerals before? Are we there? Can we all read it together? Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. Ready, go. I can hear you, please. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this judgment. Okay? So, this is how you study the Bible. You don't take one verse like this and go to market and preach for one hour with this verse. You lead people astray. Because what this is saying is that my brothers and sisters, everybody is supposed to die once. And after you die, judgment is waiting for you. And then they use it to scare you. As we are here, as you are going home, you may have accident and die. If you die, where are you going? Are you serious? Why should you scare people? Jesus never scared anybody with the gospel. You can't give me good news with fear. That is why I said before we read the scripture that never read or better still no scripture has a life on its own. This can't be there. It's not a signboard. So to understand this scripture I have to at least even look at the post-test before I come to the pre-test, contest and then the post-test. Does it make sense? So what was said before what, what did he say before he said what he said and after he said what he said, what did he say after? Then you get the meaning of what he said. So can we go back? So we go to Hebrews chapter 9. Hebrews chapter 9, reading from verse 26. Mm. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. But now once in the end of the world had he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. You see that once in the end of the world is a wrong interpretation. It was in the end of the old covenant. That's what it's supposed to be. Anybody with message translation? Okay, you read it this way. We'll come back to message. Just watch something. It's even... Can you start from 24? Everybody, let's go to Hebrews chapter 9, 24. Hebrews chapter 9, reading from verse 24. Let's watch. We are seeing why it is once appointed unto man once to die. For mm -hmm. Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands. He said, for Christ did not enter the places made with hands. Which are the figures of the true. Which are the figures of the true. But into heaven itself. But into heaven itself. Now to appear in the presence of God for us. Now he was to enter into the presence of God on our behalf. Nor yet that he should, that he should offer himself often. As the high priest entered into the Christ holy place. Christ is not supposed to offer himself often like the Old Testament. The priest will always every year be killing animals and offering it for sin offering. Yes. Christ is not supposed to be dying 
like that. Every year he will die. And then like how some churches do. Every year they will wear black. They will go and kill him. On Sunday they raise him up. He said, no. Start that sentence again. Verse 25. 25. Nor yet that he should offer himself often. That Christ should offer himself often. No. As the high priest entereth into the holy place. As the high priest of the old covenant used to enter the holy place every year with blood of others. They used to enter the holy place every year with blood of eh? of others. Of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. Then Jesus would have suffered since the foundation of the world. They, every year they are killing him. They are taking him. But now once in the end of the but world. But now once in the end of that covenant. Had he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice put, of he himself. He has put. He has done what? Put. Away sin. Christ has put away sin. Eh? Uh-huh. By the sacrifice of himself. By the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed unto man once to die. As, and as it is appointed unto man once to die. So because he did it once. But uh-huh. after this, the judgment. After this, the judgment of sin and of what we have become. So Christ, but the moment Christ died. Now there is no more need of asking for forgiveness. Going to no 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 once and for all. Continue. So Christ was once offered. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. To bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear. So that scripture time. is not a judgmental scripture. It was an emphasis on what Christ has done, the payment of sin. Oh, am I talking to somebody? Read the thirty again. Verse 28. 28. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. He says, so Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. And unto them that look for him. And unto them that look for him. Shall he appear the second time. Shall he appear the second time. Without sin unto salvation. Without sin unto salvation. So it is not a scripture to scare people. So if you don't read scripture in context. You create fear. Panic, create religion, and say things. How many times they have used this scripture to scare me for years? Sister, when you die, where are you going? So, you see, another thing too we do is that the scriptures have to be read together. So, when you get to chapter 9, verse 10, if you read on, you go to chapter 10, verse 10 and 12. You, you emphasize what he's saying. Hebrews chapter, chapter 10. 10, verse 10. Uh-huh. By the which will we are sanctified he says, the by the, the which body. will we are sanctified by what? Through the offering of the through body the of Jesus Christ. Through the body of Jesus Christ. Once for once, all. Once. He's still saying that once he mentioned. It's appointed to a man once to die. The once was not talking about anybody. But Christ is once death. Because he has told you in the previous verse. That just as the priests were offering it yearly. Christ can't be offered like that. He has to be offered what? Once, for it is appointed once, and the judgment of sin was done by the death of Christ. So appointed unto man's when to die, then what? Judgment. Because God has said in Genesis, the day you eat this fruit, you shall surely what? Die. So the wages of sin was what? Death. So Jesus' once death was the judgment for sin. That is why he says sin. Death, where is your power? Is somebody following? So if you don't read scriptures in a whole and you pick verses, 
you create unnecessary fear. Or better still, the blessing in the scriptures will not be received by people. So how many times have I told us, hey, you are going to die. And if you die, you are going to hell or whatever. But it's talking about the blessing we have in Christ. Continue verse 11. Verse 11. <laughs> and every priest standard daily ministering and You see what time. he said? You see, the scriptures, that's why I keep telling you, that the scriptures, it's a story. He repeats what he's saying. He just said this in chapter 9. And he's repeating it in chapter 10. Continue. And every priest standing daily ministering and offering every times. Every priest standing daily ministering offering times. The same sacrifice for sin. Which, which can cannot never take away sin. Which cannot sins. take away sin. But this man. But this man. After he had after offered, he had one, offered sacrifice for one sacrifice for sin forever. Have you heard the same once again? So the focus was the one's death that brought one's justification. So the focus was on what Christ did. Not you dying. Are you hearing? So if we don't properly interpret scripture, we would misunderstand what God is saying. And the blessings of scriptures, for years we have been deprived from them. For years. For years. Is somebody following? For years. It's important that as a Christian, a student of the Bible, you must desire to read the Bible in totality. Make it a desire. If you don't read it together, you will miss a lot of things. Like Genesis, Adam and Eve. How many years did they tell us they ate apple? Yet when you go to Genesis, there is no apple. How many times have people added to what God didn't say and have led people astray? Some have even entered into deeper heresies by saying Adam fornicated. And the guy had only one woman there. And the woman, before the woman came, she was even declared her wife, his wife before the woman came. So how can that be fornication? Why do we speak when the Bible is not saying what we are saying? And the good thing is that, you see, for example, how sin came to the world. People think, I remember I posted a post and somebody says, if the devil is not in charge, why, is all there, why are there all evil and everything? If God is good, why are we all suffering? And I laughed. Because when you read Genesis, you will never say, you will never find God saying, let there be evil. You will never find let there be pain. God never created anything evil. God doesn't create sickness. Please. Anybody that thinks that when you are going through any form of sickness, is God testing you. It's fallacy. It's the devil who is painting a wrong picture of God to you. God does not do evil. It doesn't matter the evil you have done. God doesn't operate karma. Tuesday I'll be continuing my sermon on looking for the anger of God. We are finding it. People, people, are, people have created their own ideas and think it is God. The God you have is your character in your head. Because you don't forgive, you think God is like you. But when you understand the character of God, you'll be amazed. It's so beautiful. It's never changed. Never. James chapter 1 verse 13. James chapter 1. Maybe start from 12. From verse 12. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, mm -hmm. which the Lord had promised to them that love him. I Let, explained this last week, so I'm go there. Let's go to 13. Let no man say when he is tempted. He says, let no man say when he is tempted. When you are going through any form of challenge, don't say, I am tempted of God. That God is the one who has permitted it, allowed it, using it. 
For God cannot be tempted with evil. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempted he Neither does God tempt any man with evil. So your sickness, the challenges you are finding, is never God trying you. God does not use evil to try anybody. God does not. Don't listen to that. God is trying your faith. What tries your faith is not temptation from God. God doesn't do that. Don't paint God a bad picture. Hallelujah. Continue please. Verse 14. But every man is tempted when he, he is said, drawn but away. every man, when you see a temptation, when he is drawn away of his own lust, when the man is drawn away of his own lust, and enticed, and your desires have landed you in one challenge, now your own. Maybe you overslept. And you went to the office and you were late and they queried you. Don't say God is trying you. Your eyes tempted you. If you are a haphazard buyer, you just buy anyhow. You don't plan. And you go through financial challenge. Some people, they don't have money. The moment you give them money, they want to chop all that money that day. They don't have money. Oh. They receive the money right now. Papaya must hear and feel their presence. They will move from Papaya to Frankie's. They will make sure that Oswald Street's know that the Lord is with them. They will buy everything they need and they don't need. And then it will finish and they will come and stand there believing God for another. Maybe that money you got was to sustain you. When you go to say, oh God is trying, I know, I know my God. You are deceiving yourself with some. You are just being emotional. Some people, they think they can blackmail God with their tears. It's very funny. God only moves by his word. That's why you see, have I not said it? And will I not bring it to pass? And the most important thing is that most of the time you have to be sure you know what God has said. Amen? So that if God hasn't said it, don't say things that he hasn't said. Let's do another exegesis. John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Let's start from verse 2. John chapter 14, reading from verse 2. Mm-hmm. In my father's house are many mansions. He says, in my father's house are what? Many mansions. In my father's house are many mansions. Uh-huh. If it were, if it not, were so, not so, I would have, I would told, have you. told you. I go, I to, prepare go to prepare a prepare place, a for, place you. for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. I will come again and receive you unto myself. And I will receive you unto myself. That where I am, that where I am, there ye may be also. There ye may be where... We'll take it again, please. We are studying the scriptures and bringing the right meaning. So we start again from verse 2. Ready, go. John chapter 14, reading from verse 2. Uh-huh. In my father's house are many mansions. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so... If it were not so... I would have told you. I would have told you. Now, people just take... The moment they had mansion, I've told you. I said that no verse of scripture has a life on its own. So you can't just read one verse and conclude. So the moment they heard in my father's house are many mansions. Oh, I'm going to You know, and then people are imagining houses in heaven. In fact, it's so sad that people even think mansions can be in a house. You read, in my father's house are many mansions. Even if Jesus is Shashalom, he should even say the other way around. 
In my father's mansion are many what? Houses. Aha! At least. But he says, in my father's house are what? Many mansions. Then people have started seeing houses. In heaven, oh, that as you are giving offering on earth, masons are working. As you are doing things on earth, then the masons, angelic masons, for angel, the fourth, is constructing your master bedroom or whatever he's doing. Heaven. So just, can we do a small teaching? Are you with me? Now, we have heard in my father's house, even if we are taking it literal, that there are houses there. Then somebody goes to the extent of saying, which you can't find any verse of scripture to back it, that whatever you are doing, then they are building, have you heard that before? That whatever you are doing, they are building. So some of you, your house at lengthened level. Some of you, your houses don't even have roof. The companies are all strike. Some have not even started your foundation. Please, have you ever read Genesis chapter 1 and 2 before? No, seriously, have you ever read it before? Can we all turn to Genesis chapter 1 and 2? Before we come to your mansion. Just Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 and verses 2. Keke. Genesis chapter 1, reading verse 1 and 2. He says what? In the beginning, God created the heaven and he the earth. He created what and what? The heaven and the earth. So, which part did he not finish that is your prayer that is building? Oh my God. No, the earth he created. Did he construct any other thing again? The moment he created it, finish. Even the earth, he's not doing reconstruction. Then the heavens. Go back. John chapter, oh God. Are you following? Okay. So let's read it again. John, John chapter 14, 14, reading from verse 2. Verse 2 and 3. Uh-huh. We'll take it one by one. In my father's house are many mansions. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were, if it not, were so, not so, I would, I would have, have told you. Told you. I go, I go to prepare, to prepare a place, a place, for, place you. for you. And, and if, if I, I go and prepare a place for you, I will, I will come again and receive you unto myself. myself that where, that I, where am, I am, there ye may be also. Okay. In case you didn't even continue, which you are supposed to continue, you have to first investigate what it means by mansion. You don't just hear mansion that jump. As a student of the Bible, you understand that the Bible was not written in English. The original writing of the Bible was written in Hebrew and Greek. And when these translations were made, for example, the King James, that's why you still have thou sayest, doeth, aleth. That was then English. Then English. That's how the English were. But English has improved. So that thou hadeth Blessed, all those things has been removed to better English. So I remember when I first got born again, if God has to speak to you, he has to speak to you in the King James Version. Thou sayest the Lord, I am thy Lord. I come thou to thee. And if you are not prophesying, don't speak like that. It means God is not speaking to you. We didn't know it was a Bible interpretation. <laughs> That's what ignorance does. The word mansion is a Greek word, M-E-N-O. It means place of being. So the word mansion is not a building or a city or an estate. Please write it. Never forget. The word mansion, as in John 14 too, 
is not referring to a building, a city, or an estate. It is a place of being where you are. Location. Dwelling. Because he says, where I am, you may be also. Because of misinterpretation of scripture, misinformation, that's why people have dreams. And they see estates in heaven. Charlie, lights. Lights. Houses are so big. What do you want to see? Can you imagine if, let's say, heaven had small, small houses or hearts. You had a dream and you saw hearts. You never think it's heaven. Why? Because what you have been told before, by misinformation, your picturing of heaven is mansion with lights, no doom so with gold you know that kind of thing so if this is what you have been told what will you see in your dream information affects your dream what you hear affects what you see because they have told you satan is black he looks horrible every time you see satan you see him from the nigeria movie you last watch every day with brazilian hair that's why by teaching about the devil, I asked you, do you think if Satan came in black and fire is oozing out of his mouth and his nose and he was telling Jesus to turn the stones into bread, that would be temptation. No, serious, how can that be temptation? You have seen this fireman. It's very easy to know that he's tricking you. Fire is coming out of his mouth and nose. How can this be temptation? Even schoolboy self won't turn into bread. Because he didn't come like that. No. Have you ever read what the Bible says about how he comes? He says sometimes the devil comes like the angel of what? He have not thought of it. Eh? Ah. If Satan will be coming with five wings. Horrible face. Who can he trick? It's very easy. When you are in a community of black people. When white, one white person enters, everybody will turn. It's very obvious. You don't look like us. Right? If you're a black man, you go into a white church, they all turn. Where from this one? It's the same way. If the devil was to come in that picture in your movie, how can he ever tempt anybody in this world? It's very easy to locate him. So sometimes the enemy is dealing with you, you don't know. That's why people can be working for the devil and they think they are working for God. Because he comes like the angel of light. So some are destroying people and they think they are doing God's work. Because the word of God has been misinterpreted. How did he get Eve? Look, he made Eve to say what God didn't say. Eve said, God said, even if we touch it. But God didn't say if you touch it. He said, the God said, you shouldn't eat any of this. He said, oh, God said, we can eat everything. But he said, God said, we shouldn't even touch and talk of it. But God didn't say that. So the moment the word of God is changed, you miss what God is saying. Are you with me? Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We are still on John who, who unlocked the mansion business. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 1. Paul mentioned buildings in heaven. Second Corinthians chapter 5. But you have to listen carefully. Eh? Reading from verse 1. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved were dissolved we have a building of God we have a building of God and house not made with hands. And house not made with what? Hands. With hands. Uh-huh. 
eternal in the heavens. It is eternal in the world. Write this thing down. Surely our redeemed bodies are the buildings in heaven. Our redeemed bodies are our buildings in heaven. Jesus made this available and possible. Hebrews chapter 9, 24. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 24. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands. Christ is not entered into the holy place made with hands, which, which are, are figure of the two. But into heaven itself. But into heaven itself. Now to appear in the presence of God for us. Now to appear in the presence of God for us. Follow me very well. When Jesus resurrected, where did he go? When he ascended. Before you answer, where is Jesus now? He's where? Are you sure? Another question for tomorrow. So where was the sacrifice that he made once? Where did he make it? It's for another day. Jesus ascended somewhere. His ascension is what makes you who you are. So where he took his sacrifice is where he is. Let's go back to John and take a look again. You'll get it, don't worry. John chapter 14 from verse 2. Start from verse 5 to 6. From verse 5. Thomas said unto then Thomas him, said Lord, unto him, Lord we know not whether thou goest. We don't know where you are going. You say you are going somewhere. And how can we know the way? How can we know the way? Jesus said unto then him. Then Jesus said unto him, I, I am, am the way. The way. The truth. The truth. And the life. And the life. No man cometh unto no the Father man cometh. but by me. So why he is going? Oh God, Jesus. Come again. Go to John 14 verse 2 and 3 and do 5 verses. Listen very carefully to the you will get it easily if you are able to take away the old thing you used to know it will be very easy to get it verse 2 and 3 in my father's house he are says, many in mansions. my father's house are many mansions if my it father's were not so, place are many spaces if it was not so I would, have told you, I would have told you that there is no space for me to bring another brother I go to prepare a place for I you I am going to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place and when for I you, go and prepare a place for you I will come again I will come again and receive you unto myself when I come again so his coming is the receiving of you at where I am so when he comes where he is there ye may be also where he is there is where you will be also. Verse and my question is, where is Jesus? If Jesus is in your heart, and he is saying that where he is going, when he comes, where he is, that's where you will be. Where did he take the blood? You will grow there. Come again. Second, start, start again, verse 2. In my father's Listen house are many mansions. In my father's dwelling place are uh, many spaces. If it were not so, if it was not so, I would have told you. I would have told you that there is no space for me to bring another person into the family. I in my go father's to prepare family, a place for you. I am going to create a room for you. And if I go and prepare a place and for you, and when I go and create the room, I will come again. I will come again. We all know that where he was going was his death. He was going to die. And the only way we are united with God is through his death. So what he was saying is that my death is going to make it possible so that where I am, you can also be. And where you are, I am. Does it make sense? His death is the only way. If Jesus doesn't die, you and God can never be united together. So his death is what is going to cause the union between you and God. Then he's saying that I am going to prepare the place. When I come, where I am, we will continue. Yes. 
And if I go and prepare a place and for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. I will come again. And receive you unto myself. Then when I come, I am going to receive you because I prepared the place. So now that I have died, I can now receive you. That where I am, so I receive you where I am. There ye may be also. There you will be also. Verse five. Verse five. Thomas said unto him, Lord. Then Thomas said unto him, Lord. We know not whether thou goest. We don't know where you are going. And how can we know the and way? And how can we know the way? Jesus said the unto way him, to where you are going. He said, I am the way. I am the one who can create that opportunity for you to be where I am. Uh huh. I am the way. I am the, the truth, way. The truth and the life. And the life. No man cometh unto the Father by No me. one comes to the Father. So he's going was going to create an opportunity for you to come to the Father. No one comes to the Father except by what? By me. So what I am going to do is going to give you the opportunity to come to the Father. Go to verse 10. John chapter 14 verse 10. Everybody watch it. Believest thou not that I am in the Father? Then he says, Don't you believe that I am in the Father? And the Father in me? And the Father is also inside of me? The words that I speak unto you. The words I am speaking unto you. I speak not of myself. I am not speaking of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me. But the Father that does what? Dwelleth in me. So the Father is dwelling in him and he's also dwelling in the Father. And he told us he wants to take us to where the Father is. So why is the Father? The Father is in Jesus. So if the Father is in Jesus and he is in the Father, take the 16 again. Follow. Verse 16. No, do 10. Do 10. Then we go to Verse 16. 10. Believest thou not that I am in the Father? He says, don't you believe that I, Jesus, I am in the Father? And the Father in me. And the Father is also inside of me. The words that I speak unto you. The words that you are hearing me tell you. I speak not of myself. I am not saying it for myself. But the Father that Because the Father in is me. inside me. He is saying these things I am telling you. He doeth the works. He is doing the works. 16. And I will pray the Father. He says, and I will pray the Father. And he shall give you another comforter. He will give you another means of being united with us. That he may abide with you forever. That one, he will abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth. And even is the spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive. Whom the world cannot receive. Because it seeth him not. Because it seeth him not. Go to verse 19. John 14, 19. Yet a little while. He said, Yet a little while. And the world seeth me no the more. The world will not see me because I'm going to die. But ye see me. But ye see me. Because I live. Because I do what? So the world cannot see Jesus because they have not accepted him as their Lord and personal Savior. So yet a little while. The world will not see me, but you see me you see me because i live because i live ye shall live also you shall live also continue at that day at that ye day shall know that i am in my father on that day that i said i'm going to prepare the place for you on that day you will know that what i am in my father i am in the father and ye in me and you are also inside me and i in you and i am inside you so he was not talking about Heaven with mansion, he was talking about he dwelling in the human being. And the only way God can dwell in you and you, God, is for him to die. So when he dies, that's why the Bible says, 1 John chapter 4, verse 15. Let's do that one quickly. We'll come back to the 14. Verse 15. Mm -hmm. 
Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in God him. God does what? Dwelleth in him. God does what? So the dwelling of God in you was what Jesus was describing. That the only way Jesus can dwell inside you is for him to die. His death is the one that makes the way for us to have ability to dwell in God, for God to also do what? Dwell in us. So he was not talking about a mansion or a house. He was talking about the fact that in God there are spaces. So it doesn't matter one million Christians. We are all in Christ and Christ is in us. Go back to John 14, 23. John chapter 14 verse 23. Read 20 and then you read 23. Reading verse 20. At that day, at that day, ye shall know that I am in my Father. I am in my Father, and ye in me. And you are also inside of me. And I in you. And I in you. Verse twenty-three. Twenty-three. Jesus answered and said unto him. Jesus answered and said unto him. If a man love me, if a man loves me, he will keep my word. He will keep these words I'm telling you. And my father will love him. And my father will love him. And we will come unto him. And we will do what? Come, come unto, unto him, him and make our abode with him. We will do what? Make our abode with him. We will do what? Make our dwelling place in him. Read NLT. Let me see what the NLT says. 23. Scriptures are very simple. So if you don't read, continue, and you left that mansion, you think you are there already. But he was talking about what Christ was going to do. Talk to me. NLT or Amplify. John chapter 14. 20 and 23. 20 and Can 23. Can we read it together? It's important. Amplified. Mm-hmm. On that day, when that time comes, you will know for yourselves that I am in my Father. You know for yourself that I am in my Father. And you are in me. And you are in me. And I am in you. And I am in you. Verse 23. 23. Jesus answered. Jesus answered. If anyone really loves me. If anyone really loves me. He will keep my word. He will keep my word. My teaching. My teaching. And my Father will love him. And my Father will love him. And we will come to him. We will come to him. And make our dwelling place with him. We will make our dwelling place where? With him. So when he says he is going, it meant he was coming. I'm saying it again. When Jesus said, I am going to prepare a place, he was rather saying, I am coming to live inside you. Because if he doesn't go and die, he can't live in anybody. So if you don't read scriptures very well, you will start imagining things. So please, John chapter 14 verses 2 is not talking about rapture. John chapter 14 verse 2 happened when you gave your life to Jesus. That day when you are sorry, when you accepted Jesus. The day you accepted Jesus, you entered into the mansion. Acts chapter 2 verse 32 to 35. Can we read it? The book of Acts chapter 2. The book of Acts chapter 2 verses 32 and 35. I want everybody to open. We'll all read together. Acts chapter 2, 32 to 35. Can we ready? Are you ready? Acts 2, 32 to 35. Ready, go. This Jesus had God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. 33. Therefore, being by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he had shed forth this, 
which ye now see and hear. 34. For David is not ascended into the heaven, but he said himself, The Lord said unto the Lord, My Lord, sit thou on my right hand until I make your foot thy footstool. Hallelujah. He rose and he went to the right hand of the Father. Let's look at Ephesians for more insight. Ephesians 1, 20 to 23. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20 to 23. Which, which he wrought, wrought in Christ, Christ when, when he raised him from the dead and set him at his right own hand, right hand mm -hmm. in the heavenly places, mm -hmm. far, far above, above all principality mm -hmm. and power mm -hmm. and might mm -hmm. and dominion mm -hmm. and every name that is named, mm -hmm. not only in this world, mm -hmm. but also in that which is to come. Okay. And had put all things under his feet. Had put all things under his feet. And gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Mm -hmm. Which is his body. The fullness yes. of him that filleth all in all. Hallelujah. Now the word right hand of the father. He's at the right hand of the father. It means all authority. Right hand is not deputy. It means regency. To take the place of. Right hand means to take the place of. To sit in for. To be given power and authority. To act instead of. Somebody handing over all his power. So the right hand. Jesus sitting at the right hand of the father. It means all authority. And I say right hand is not deputy. So Jesus is not the deputy of God. Vice president. He is not. It means regency. And regency is to take the place of. So somebody taking somebody's place. To sit in for. If I'm sitting in for you, it means you are not there. To be given the power and authority. To act in the stead of. John chapter 5 verse 22. And then we'll do 27. The father did just this. John chapter 5 verse 22 mm -hmm. for the father judgeth no man for the father judgeth no man but had committed, but had committed all judgment, what? All unto, judgment the unto who the son so he has given all his powers unto who that son. is what it means by he's sitting at the right hand continue verse 26 27 verse 27 and had given him authority and he had given the son the authority to execute judgment also to execute judgment also because he is the son of man because he is the son of man all judgment has been given to Christ Matthew 28:18 Matthew chapter 28 verse 18 mm -hmm. and Jesus came and spake unto them saying saying all, all power of, is oh, given unto me power. in heaven and in earth is given unto me in heaven and on the earth. The word power means authority. Ezusia. E-Z-O-U-S-I-A. E-Z. Sorry. E-X-O-U-S-I-A. This thing happened at redemption. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11. Philippians chapter 2. Reading verse 9 to 11. Wherefore God, God has highly exalted him mm -hmm. and given him, him a, a name, name which, which is above every name. name. That, that at the name of Jesus. Do you know people used to say that at the mention. Have you seen there is no mention? Read it again. You see 
we have ideas about scriptures that don't exist in the scripture. Read it again. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9. Aha. Wherefore God had highly exalted him. God had highly exalted him. And given him a name. And had given him a name. Which is above every name. Which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus. That at the name. Not at the mention. That at the name. <laughs> of Jesus. Of Jesus. Every knee should bow. Every knee should bow. Of things in heaven. Of things in heaven. And things in earth. And things in heaven. And things under the earth. And things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that, that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So it's not calling his name, that confessing that he is what? Lord. He is Lord. Mm-hmm. To the glory of the Father. To the glory of the Father. Now, the word name means authority. That's why it's not at the mention, at the name, which is at the authority of Jesus. Name means authority. It also means position. Name means authority. Name means position. This was given to him at redemption. In the four gospels, Jesus was known as the anointed one. He didn't have this name. When he was alive, before he died, he didn't have this position. He was referred to the anointed one. That's why the book of Acts 10.38 how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth and he went about doing good. So the woman with the issue of blood came to him because he has heard he was a man who was doing good and healing people of all manner of what? Diseases. But upon resurrection, the position changed. Now he is sitting in the place of authority. That's why he said on that day, whatsoever you ask in my position, in my authority. Are you following? At resurrection, you can write this, at resurrection, Jesus was exalted. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 27. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 27. Aha. For he had put all things under For his feet. For he had put all things under his feet. But when he said. But when he said. All things are put under him. All things were put under him. It is manifest that he is accepted. It is manifest that he is accepted. Which did put all things under him. Which did put all things under him. You can write this. All things, everything, nothing exempted. All things, everything, nothing exempted. Only the Father, for he is the giver. I'm going over again. All things, everything, nothing exempted. Only the Father, because the Father is the giver. So all things were put under him. The only thing that is not under him is the father. Because the father who gave him that position. Does it make sense? Okay, we'll look at one last thing. When he says, where I am, you will be also. Let's find out if this can collaborate. In the four gospels, Jesus was limited in communication. Because the people didn't have the Holy Ghost to understand. So there are some things he wants to say, he can't say it. Because when he says, he won't understand. Let's look at John chapter 16, verse 12 and 13. John chapter 16, verse 12 and 13. He says, I have yet many things to tell you. But ye cannot bear them now. But you can't bear them now. How be it when he, the spirit of truth. But how be it when the spirit of truth is come. come. 
He will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself. Because he is not going to speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear. But whatsoever he shall hear. That shall he speak. Mm. And he will show you things, things to, to come. come. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. Colossians chapter 3 the verse 1. Aha. Uh-huh. If ye then be risen with Christ. If ye then be risen with Christ. Seek those things which are above. You should speak those things which are above. Which where Christ seated on the right hand where of God. Where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. He is seated on the right hand of God. It is not a chair or a sofa. It is a position. He sitting on the right hand is not a chair. That's why somebody say, I had a dream. I saw Jesus on the right, Satan on the left. You are misinformed. It's not a chair on the right, please. It's a position. It's authority. Seated above means to reign. Jesus reigns. John 17, verse 22 to 23. John chapter 17. Verse 22 and 23. And the glory which thou givest me, he said, I have Jesus, given he says, speaking. He says, The glory which thou givest me, I have given them. I have given them. That they may be one. That they may be one. Even as we are one. He was not talking about unity of brother, brotherly level. He had just said that he is one with the Father. So he's saying that we too will also come and join that union. Because he, Jesus, is in the Father and the Father is what? In him. So on that day, we will join that union by we being in Christ and Christ in us. So this is what he's talking about. Not praying for peace between NDC and NPP. Continue, my dear. Verse 23. Verse 23. I in them. I in them. He's explaining it. And thou in me. Please read 22 again. John chapter 18, I said every scripture explains the next one will explain what he was talking about. Verse 22. 22 says what? And the glory which thou givest me. The glory me, which you have given me. I have given them. I have given them. That they may be one. That they may be one. Even as we are one. Even as we are also one. I in them. What does he mean by they are one? Then he explains. I, I in, in them, them. And thou in me. And thou in me. That they may be made perfect in one. That they may be made perfect where? In one. And that the world may know that thou hast sent me. And that the world will know that thou hast sent me. And has loved them. And have loved them. As, as thou hast loved me. As you have loved me. So we and Jesus are sitting in the same level. He says the same love that the father loves Jesus. Is the same love the father loves us. Did you hear that? Said and has loved them as thou hast loved me. Wow. Tell somebody we share the same glory with Jesus. We are one. We are in union with Christ and with the Father. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 and 6. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5 and verse 6. Mm-hmm. Even when we were dead in sins. Even when we were dead in sins. Hath quickened us together with Christ. He has quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. By grace we are saved. And has raised us up together. And has raised us up together. And made us sit together in heavenly places. And has made us to sit together in heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. 
Hallelujah. In you, in Christ, far above principalities and, past, and powers, the believer's authority can't be denied or reduced. Please write this thing. It's good. I'm saying in you, so you write in me, in Christ. Far above principalities and powers. My authority can't be denied or reduced. The authority of the believer cannot be denied. It can't be reduced. It is in Christ. So, do you know it is wrong to sink down at your feet, oh God. You are not at his feet. Tell somebody I'm not at his feet. I didn't say it to stop letting your religious mind. She said, you think you are sinning. It's sin consciousness. He said you are seated together with Christ. Far above. How can you be sitting together with him. And you are at his feet. Does it make sense? We are all sitting together. If we are sitting together. I can't be sitting together with you. And at your feet at the same. We are not at the feet of Jesus. Have you forgotten those who are at his feet? His enemies are at his feet. Not you the believer. How can the believer be? And then you come to worship at his feet. And you know the amazing thing we say? Down at your feet, oh God, is the most high place. His feet is the most high place. His feet. When I way, is your most high It can never be. That at his feet is his most high place. So his, his feet is more glorious than his face. No. You see, sin consciousness makes you always feel you are not worthy of God. But when you become a Christian, Philippians 3, 9, and be found in him, not having your own righteousness. As long as you are in Christ, you can't look down on yourself. Because in Christ, you are not of yourself. You are found in him, not having your own righteousness, but his righteousness, which is by his faithfulness. I'll be explaining to you, it's not even your faith that makes you righteous. When he says that you shall live by faith, it's not your GDA that will make you justified. It is what he did that justifies us. His faithfulness. If he didn't die as he promised to die. At his own free will he died. So I am justified by his faithfulness. So I am justified by his faithfulness. The highest calling of God is salvation. The new creation. Sonship. Our redemption. The highest calling is salvation. The new creation. Our redemption. Last but one scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17. 1 Corinthians 6 17. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. He that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Did you hear that? It means we are one spirit with who? So how can a Christian have witchcraft? He that is joined in spirit with him is one sp Oh, can I please read it again. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 But he that is joined unto the Lord Whoever is joined unto the Lord Is one spirit Is one spirit So if I am Are you joined unto the Lord? Oh, I can't hear. Are you joined unto the Lord? I want to hear you better. Are you joined unto the Lord? So if you are joined unto the Lord, the Bible says you are what? 
one spirit. Hey. So the spirit in me is the same spirit in God. In fact, me and Jesus are spirit are what? One. Ah, what are you talking about? Please, one means same, same. One spirit, it means same spirit. Our spirits are the same. Our spirit, me and the spirit that is in Jesus are the same. Don't you know you are brothers? He's the firstborn of many what? Brethren. Oh. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 30. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 30. For we are members, For we are of, his members of what? His body. Of his body. Of his flesh. Of his flesh. And of his bones. And of his bones. Oh, we are members of what? Can we all read it together? Ready, go. For, For we, we are members of his body, body of, of his, his flesh, flesh, and of, of his, his bones. bones. <laughs> we are his body. Say, I am his body. One identity. One substance. So what is in Jesus is in me. That is God. That's why the Bible says that I will be only effective when I know what is in me that is in Christ. Because what is inside Christ is inside you. What Jesus can do, you can do it. So if Jesus healed the sick, you can what? Heal the sick. It's not two different spirits. So it's ignorant for Jesus to be calling, Holy Spirit, let the Spirit come on me. Hey, 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 it's coming. Hey, hey. Why do you want to go to the White House? <laughs> People are shaking as if they were, they're having a running stomach. How can you have the same spirit and the same spirit? Same spirit. Same one spirit. John 15, 5. Then 1 John 4, 17. John chapter 15, verse 5. Jesus spoke again. I am the vine. He says, I am the vine. Ye are the branches. And you are what? Ah, what runs through the vine runs through the branches. The, 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 no, no, no. There's nothing different. It's the same thing flowing from the vine into the branches. He says, I am the vine. You say, I am the branches. I am the branches. Write this thing down. We must see ourselves in him. We must see. This is very powerful. We must see ourselves in him. I have to see that I am in him. I have to see that I am like him. You know, when I lay my hands on somebody, I just say in my head, this is like Jesus putting his hand. There is no way I will lay my hands on the sick and the sick will not recover. There is no way Jesus will lay his hands on a sick person and the sick will not be healed. For what? I am like him. Say, I am like him. This is what the, this is the work of the gospel preached unto you. John, 1 John 4, 17. 1 John chapter 4, verse 17. Uh -huh. Herein is our love made perfect. He says this is where our love is made perfect. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. So that every Christian will have what? Boldness in the day of judgment. On when? Oh, Jesus Christ. Because as he is. Because as he is. As he is. I want to hear us. He is. Us. So are we in this world? He didn't say so you will be. So are you what? This world. So are we. It's a present tense. As he is. 
So are we. He says this is what you have to know. To have boldness. In the day of judgment. In the day of judgment. Because as so why is, should believers be afraid of judgment? Ignorant people fear judgment. Because he said as he is. So not so we. you will be. Because you are like him. The believer can never fear judgment. Because as he is. He didn't say so I will make you. Don't put words in the Bible. As he is. So you will try to make yourself. So it's not that you are going to try and imitate Jesus. The moment you accepted the gospel. You have become like Christ. Case closed. This is present tense. Not an after rapture status. Say I am seated in Christ. At the right hand of God. Where he is, I am. As he is, so am I in this world. Can we say it two times? I am seated in Christ. Say it with conviction. I am seated in Christ. I am seated in Christ. At the right hand of God. Where he is. Where he is. I am. I am as he is as he is so am I if you believe that say glory oh say glory rise up on your feet this was a message from the general overseer of Yakal house Reverend Gilbert Osei we are available anytime for prayer support and counseling Please don't hesitate to call us on 0544-600-600. That's 0544-600-600. We love you and there's nothing you could do about it.